0: So, hey, folks, welcome back to the Crazy Juicy Love podcast, the Making Quarantine Juicy series. You know, this intention for this series is to bring a source of hope, love, insight and laughter for people in these uncertain times. So here's Crazy Juicy Love Making Quarantine Juicy. All righty there. I have my man, Alan Little, back again on the podcast. Crazy Juicy Love. Thank you so much. Thank you so much again for being here and being a contribution, first of all, and all the times you said yes. Uh, So thank you for being here, man. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's always a, a it'll be more than a blessing to be on your show, man. Every time we're here, the energy is great. (laughs) Yeah. Like, your energy brings out
0: the best sides of me. So I'll, I'll re-watch this later on and think, ooh, I... I, think, I know. And then yeah. we end up talking a lot. <laughs> how you doing? How you... Well, first of all, checking in with you um, just to see how you're doing with everything that's going on in the world, how you're affected or not affected. How are you? How are you? How's your family and stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, personally, I'm doing well. Doing well internally, mostly just grounded, um, respecting people's space. I go out in public, you know, people six foot five, respecting the space. My family's doing pretty well. My mom's a fighter, and so she's she's definitely like Jesus is bigger than Corona.
0: <laughs> I know, but on some sides, you know, there's a lot of other religious people, they're like not really following the rules. Like, I just read in the news today, like, one preacher had a whole, he, he died because of the thing. He's like not honoring the social distancing, where my mom is like, I still got Jesus and I got my mask, I got my gloves, and I'm staying yeah. away from people. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's important to kind of respect for where everyone is at.
1: And, and just that. So, my mom, I mean, I think my mom was social distancing already.
0: From- <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom too. i <laughs> yeah, was, she
1: was like, I'll be, I'll be around people. So, she was, this is for her, it's just like, yeah, I was already staying at home. Uh, All already- right.
0: <laughs> my mom <laughs> She, but because I, it's so funny, like when this whole thing happened, and I was like, oh God, my mom's older. Like, I'm just, I was a little worried. And I called her. She goes, I got my mask, I got my Jesus, and I'm staying home. Like, I know I'm not going to church. I can watch it online. I was like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> oh so for some of us it's just a slight adjustments, but then for some of us it's like, oh my god, it's World War Three. Right. So I think it's really important to like be authentic to ourselves but at the same time respect others for where they're at. Yeah. Um, all of what's going on and, and this whole ordeal. So I just I just stay in this space of like, you know, what a good thing I can life coach online. <laughs> yeah. So um I think that's really important that I just stay I can still do what I love to do. And, um, and I'm blessed to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. So tell, tell the audience again, like, what do you do? What do you provide and, and who you are? People need to know who you are. I'm a, I am Alan Little with a
1: little motivation. Um, I'm a, I'm a TEDx speaker. So I gave a TED talk a couple of months ago and I also have a life coaching practice based here in Kansas city. Um, and, and the life coaching practice is super fun. I get to help people, uh, in a sense, I always talk about the way we talk to our uh, each other is very important. The way we talk to each other is one conversation. But the most important conversation is the one we have with ourselves.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know, I was just talking about to this, this to my best friend who's, you know, been struggling in his relationship. And I said, you know... It's the conversation you're having to yourself about you and your partner. Like, and like I broke it down. He was like, oh, I was like, yeah. I said, as long as you're in that conversation, that's how you're going to show up. And that's how she's going to show up. And as long as you, because you already have an automatic trigger. Once you come home, the dialogue about you is already starting. Yeah, and yep. you align yourself with that belief, and you and you align your actions with that as well. So of course you're going to fight. Of course you're going to do this. Of course you're going to bicker. You you, it's already there. You you're 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 adding and you're you're creating that basically. Yes, That's it.
1: That's it. And and I feel like a lot of the people that I work with, they're walking around with this self talk, and half of them are unaware. And the other half are aware, but they just don't know what to do about it. Right. It's it's causing anxiety. It's causing me to feel low about myself. My confidence is not as great as it could be. Um, A lot of people I work with, they're also, they have this people pleaser syndrome.
0: They're always
1: giving, always giving, always giving. And they're struggling to just start actually receiving. Yes. And fully unconditionally receiving and knowing that they're worth it. So I've dedicated my life to helping people live in that authentic, true state of who they truly, truly are, that loving, light being. You know? And so that's the, that's the gist of my, of my
0: life. Yeah. And that's so great that you just brought that up. Like, the people who are used to giving, overgiving right now, <laughs> probably a lot of don't know what to do like i have to give to myself because they too have a belief a conversation with themselves like they they can they don't know who they they, they don't know how to identify with anything else without putting themselves into other people and now it's an opportunity to give to yourself this is a, a perfect time to learn to nurture and give back to your taking care of yourself as god knows i feel like taking care of myself like my body feels so much better like really like i used to have like this arthritis in on my left my left toe and like now like i've been nurturing and doing all these exercises and taking care of myself like i don't feel any pain nothing at all like learning how to take care of myself
1: yes yes self-care self-care you know so last night just last night this this guy he's like 22 years like came with me because i have a question for you mr uh, life coach person I'm like, oh, okay here we go and he's like what is care?" Like, how do you how do you do self care and and i'm like that's a good question and and i gave him my perspective and the way i do self-care is it's not really a thing that i do it's a lifestyle i live hmm. And it's really important to know that if somebody's out there craving self care, what well, it really means that they're living a lifestyle where it's not a normal thing. Right. And so it's about switching the lifestyle to be okay. What things am I doing daily that's not in alignment with my self care? Am I giving my power away? Am I talking to myself negatively? Am I? And so a lot of people think that oh, I need to take a day to myself. No, you need to take a life. To yourself. Yeah. And, and really take the time to nourish and, and, and be on that on a daily, consistent basis. I'm not really for having good days and and, and every once in a while. I'm just talking about an in a, in a expressive, uh, exploratory, fulfilling, rich life. Yeah. You can live this every day. And um, I feel like that's that's a very important thing for me, at least to through, through my perspective, that self care is a lifestyle.
0: That yeah. freedom to choose or the freedom to not choose. Right. And it's it's a pra- it's a practice, um, like yoga or any kind of uh self-awareness thing. And I remember my I remember my one of my best friends, he said, You don't know how to do nothing. And I was like, What do you mean? I just, you know, I do things. I I don't I was like, what do you mean? Like he was like, You're always busying yourself. You don't take time to like just be with you. Like go for walks by yourself, like read a book or binge watch without thinking about what the next thing, what's the next thing, what's the next thing? Or without like giving back to at least like you give so much to other people, you don't like, how do you consistently give to yourself? Because I and I realized, wow, I I realized, like, oh my God, I'm always giving to other people because I was one of those people. I never, I was like, what? I, what and not like I was, wasn't, I wasn't aware that I was doing that. And once I became aware, I was like, oh, I need to fill my own tank, my own tank. Like I, I'm exhausted. I need to learn how to replenish that. I need to learn how to like reconnect to myself and re-energize myself. And, I, and then over the years that became important to me. Like, and I, and now if I don't do it, I feel it like, like it is time to like, <laughs> that's some quiet time, you know, to myself and reconnect to myself.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have this, uh, you have this temperature now. Yeah. Whenever you go below your temperature or self-care, it, the, the, the furnace kicks on. Oh,
0: yeah. And somebody can get burned. <laughs> right. Or sometimes it turns off. It's like, why am I, why am I feel depressed? Like, oh, because I kept saying yes and yes and yes and yes and yes over and over and over again. Now I feel like I have nothing left for me. So it's like, and I had, that was the biggest lesson I learned last year. And I was like, okay, rewind, rewind, <laughs> rewind. And Jimmy needs to start taking care of Jimmy and saying no to things that that doesn't, doesn't serve me. And so, and that's a yes for me. Saying no to others is a yes for me. Yeah.
1: And, that's, and, that's, and I'm so um appreciative that you're able to see that and live that because there's so many people that is genuinely struggling um with that that self-care with that self-love and a lot of people has hit this state where they got the information they know they know it conceptually what they need to do but when the moment presents itself they still fall back into this just give it all away give it all away yeah and a lot of the people that I coach, they ask me, what are ways that I can really cultivate that on a regular basis where I live in that? And I feel like that there's nothing that can be built in our life without consistent practice, Ugh. consistent intentional practice. And it's almost like when we come across someone that can behave kind of like a taker, um, and we work with, that's not practice. That's, we're live now. We're actually working. <laughs> practice happens in the morning, the practice happens um, when we're just uh, reading our books. The practice yeah. happens on our own time. And I feel like it's important to take that time of the day to just ourselves. Like every day. For me, it's 6 a.m. Six yeah. four hours of 5 and 7 a.m. That is my sacred, loving, fill myself up with God's love time. I, I fill myself up with God's love. And after I'm so filled, I like to share that with others. And I feel as everyone should have that time. And um, and having that environment that supports that as well—it's going to be extremely difficult to do that. And if people in our immediate environment who doesn't support that, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. And that's and that's something I feel that's important. Having that designated time daily, daily,
0: <laughs> daily—it's <laughs> it's true. And I tell you, like, you know, like the. the the client, you would say, well, how do you do that? Like saying it daily. But I tell you, like, when I first started to recognize that I was saying yes so much and learning how to, and I actually was, it was actually during when I was getting my certification, we had to coach each other in the program and my coach said, you need to learn how to say no. And I was like, Ugh. you know, I was like, I thought I was good at it, but I was like, no, you, no, no, no. Like there are certain people in your life that are draining you and you keep saying yes to it. It's Okay. But that, those first couple of times, it was hard just like saying no and seeing the disappointment on the person's face and not making that disappointment about me. Um, and because and it was, again, it was a yes for me. Like I couldn't take that, their expression personally because I was taking care of me. And it was, I, I remember feeling so good to say no to one of my, my friends and I was like, oh, that felt good. I don't have to engage in this negative thing uh, uh, about this subject. So I was like, oh my God, I need to do this more often, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And it felt so good and it became a practice. <laughs> it became a practice, you know? People get, listen, people are gonna get upset when you say no to them and it's okay. Yeah. You're taking care of you. Yeah, yeah. I, there was, a, there was a, a
1: notion I came up with yesterday as I was talking with someone we were talking about the same thing we're talking about now. And she was just asking, she was like, it's so hard for me to tell people no, because she was saying it's hard for me to hurt people's feelings. And, and my insight brought to me and what it said was, sometimes you have to crush people's egos, so their soul can be
0: free. Yeah. And so when we're not responsible for people's feelings. It's like, you, you can't make anybody feel anything. The feeling comes from some thought that I had about what you said. So I'm making it mean something and now I'm becoming offended. So that's another thing, like practicing not to take things personally with what people say. They agree or not or saying yes to know what I'm asking or offering. Like that that was that's also too another practice. I had to really learn how to not take things personally. Sometimes I'm off of it, but like really learning to not take things personally.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so important, yeah. And, and even for us that can take things personally, if because sometimes we can go into this thing where oh, I'm good, I'm good, but we know we felt some type yeah, of right, right, the right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. way inside. And and I, I like to just reflect on that and be like, whoa, like I feel some type of way, where is this coming from? How did this get here? Where did this start? And because I feel like every trigger is the tip of an iceberg. Of- mm-hmm. So just because a little bit of that iceberg comes out, it doesn't mean that something's wrong. It means that we have an, like a journey to go through within ourselves. Wow, like why did that trigger affect you? Why did that hurt me the way it did it? And don't necessarily get mad at the person that triggered you. They just did their job. They just, that, 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 was, that was supposed to happen so you can do your right. own inquisition and look. Where did this stem back to? How far back? Right. Oh, because once you learn how to relieve the iceberg, then in that category you can't be triggered
0: anymore. Right. We were talking a lot of tips before even get to the what you actually prepared, but it's so interesting, right? Like you know, you made me think about um, a conversation or uh, uh, a segment with Jada Pickett and Will Smith. They talked about they talked about this, and Jada was saying when Will would say things. I felt some type of way and I had to learn, okay, where did that come from? Because I, that's about me, not about him. He just telling me what he feels and it's me, the one who's reacting some type of way. And she's like, I had to do a lot, She had a lot of daddy issues. She's like, I had to go back and like heal myself of that wound because my partner was just reflecting back to me, something that I need to work on myself. So I had to go do the work and so I wouldn't be triggered anymore. I couldn't blame like I couldn't blame him anymore because my husband just like said, "You need to go do some work because I'm doing my work, so I gotta do my work." You know what I mean? So sh- they both had to go take care of themselves and figure out, okay, I'm being triggered. Where is this coming from? Because all our triggers are deep rooted from something else.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I feel like the universe will always cause us to attract the people that the universe knows can trigger us in that way.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: if somebody has issues with a parent or a loved one or a relative, I want to manifest a person that stands for that almost that exact, see, I strategically, I, I, every, we all know every coach has a coach. And there was a lady that I hired as my life coach because she has so many qualities of my mother is crazy. She's just like my mom. And she went, Alan, why the hell you? You're a great guy. I'm like, no, 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 no. You have the power to irk me in ways my mom does. And for that reason, I'm hiring
0: you. I'm paying your full price. You're my coach. And the You hired her to trigger you so you could figure things out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> because on top of that, it was, she's a safe environment because
1: she's a coach. And also, guess what? I'm so much more present with my mother. It's easy. Mm. You know what I did yesterday? And I'm about to brag about this. I'm about to brag about this. My mom decided to go back to school. She's one year away from getting her bachelor's degree. She's 52 years old and she's so inspired. She's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to run this year. And she came across a hurdle. She wasn't able to go back because they needed like Microsoft Office and the the, the, the laptop she had. She's not technology savvy. She had like an older laptop and it it, it couldn't get Windows 10, it was too old. And she's like, I'm on a hurdle now. You know, I don't have like a thousand, 200, some dollars, 300, some dollars to get a laptop. And so what I do is I go, I get her a laptop, a super laptop. Mm. So now my mom is about to graduate with her bachelor's degree, walk across that stage. And I'm going to be right in the crowd clapping. And I brag about that because I was able to go to my heart space and be like, you know what? I'm not going to help my mom's out because she needs it. And had I not done that inner work at first, I would have still had anger towards her. Yeah. And so after getting rid of that anger, now I can be like, you know what? Damn it. I'm a rich man. I'm going to get my mom a laptop. Gave her a laptop. And that feels really empowering. It feels really good. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that life coach of relieving that because I was able to help my mom. And it felt good for me too, to, to be that support. Yeah. And so life is just so much better when we uproot those childhood things. We can embrace
0: really. yes. Yeah, man, we can go on and on. So let's, let's get back into these things. Also, tell us about what you prepared for us today to to just give back to people who are maybe dealing with some things in this current time.
1: Well, I
0: feel like um, right now,
1: a lot of people are at home, and they're dealing with a lot of, let's just say, things they were avoiding in their relationships Mm. while they're facing it up front. (laughs) Yeah. And let's just say that crazy, juicy love is a little bit more crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) More crazy than juicy. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's a little bit more crazy now, and, and one of the things that I, um, I a lot of and experience a lot of is, is the dynamics of filling relationships and the balance of them and, and how important it is for both parties to be willing to grow together um, as a people. And so I can imagine that if someone was in a marriage for X amount of years and there was this untalked-about subject that we never talked about. We're living on, in close quarters with the daily. now it's louder and louder and louder. That
0: there's a conversation that needs to be had. Mm, yeah, it is. And you know, a lot of people I'm bringing on is bringing this up too. And it's really good to keep reiterating, like you know, your underlying issue was already there, and so now now it's bringing it up and well at least you're reacting and not still not saying anything and now it's like okay this your anger and your spite is coming from somewhere else there's still this belief and i was just talking to one of my best friends today i mean i today but two days ago i'm like listen that issue in your relationship was already there the quarantine just bringing it up and he 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 was like is it the you know uh don't the trust thing and i was like, yeah that thing has been there two years, and she 's been stuffing that down and but it is an issue that she refuses to deal with, and you refuses to you refuse to bring it up and deal with it too like the issue was already there, and you running is not going to do anything about it. you telling her to go. Read this book, watch this thing, you don't have language to what you need to do first. So you need to start with you first before you go telling somebody to read a book and watch a movie. Like you have to take start with you first. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now is the time
1: for us to really work with ourselves and start seeing how that we've lived in for so long was supported by so many um, things that weren't really great supporters.
0: Yeah.
1: It's almost as if a lot of people have built this foundation of their life on unsolid ground. And this whole whole hope is causing the ground to crumble. Yeah. Who's going to be the one that's like, wow, there's a lot of things that I kind of skipped on and I didn't really address. And and who's going to be the one that says it's time for you to start rebuilding my castle with who I truly am.
0: Yeah. Well. Wow. Yeah, man. I I hear you on that one. So it says, the next one you have, like, now it's time to get to know your creator. Tell me about that. Oh, well,
1: <laughs> first thing, I wanted to do something really quick. I wanted my camera to be up a little bit, because if you can see up there, it says, love God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is at the very top. Of, um, of my of my life gold board because of the fact that I feel like everything starts with our relationship with our higher self, with our higher power, with our belief of our creator. And I've learned that the relationships I had with people were nothing but physical manifestations that I had with our creator. And so if, if I don't believe that I not believe that our creator can love me unconditionally, truly unconditionally, then I'll never believe anybody can do it. Yeah. If, if, if our creator can't do it, what woman you think a human being can do it? So it's almost like the tone that I sent with our creator was the tone I also set with people. And, and even my romantic relationships as well. But guess what I did? You know what I did? What? And I said, God, will you marry me? And <laughs> That's right. I, I proposed to our creator. And the inside of my head I heard, I thought we were already married <laughs> And and my life has shifted to such a degree because now I've realized that my connection with our creator is on. Remember, I said my, my morning routine, meditating, praying. That's are some of the agreements of my commitment with God. And commitment to me. Commitment to our creator doesn't mean I have to go anywhere. Doesn't mean I have to read a book. Doesn't mean I have to do that. I want to do. It means that I always prioritize my happiness. I always prioritize my fulfillment. I always prioritize the our our our, our purpose, the, the world agenda of of me being the greatest light I could possibly be. Basically, marrying God means never settling. Yeah. Never settling to make anyone else happy. It means. Taking the time to really be clear and true of who we are in that. and I feel like every day taking that time to meditate, pray. I, I, a part of my meditation is I play a Whitney Houston song. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> oh, what's, what song?
1: I play, no, not said Yesterday morning, I have a 65-inch TV. I, I was watching a live Whitney Houston concert. In my mind, I was at a Whitney Houston concert and i was like yeah i want to dance with somebody <laughs> i was doing all of it and that was a part of my connection with god so
0: yeah.
1: we make it what we
0: want it to be it's so funny like i literally probably listened to it's, it's a whitney houston song but it was remade. remade. i can't be rem, a remake i can't remember the guy who remade it it's called higher love and i listen to it every single day you know uh not like I, I'm, like unconsciously I listen to it, and I'm like I'm like, oh my god, you know, like that. But it just makes me feel good, um, just uh, listening to listening to something like there's something bigger than me in like this sort of celebration. And like I, I think for me too, like I one of the business courses that I'm in, like they're all about like tapping into your, the higher source to to create. Um, and I tell you, like. I literally been creating like crazy. I have a, I created a men's dating program, which is going to be coming out soon. I'm so excited. And like, you know, I've just been like really just channeling and like really changing my mindset about money and like really looking at those things. And all of a sudden, like money is starting to flow where in places I'm like, wow, like I'm surrendering And I'm just like, okay, like, cause now I'm catching myself. I'm like, oh, well that's just, so that's just, like today, like I upgraded my website to a a business plan and then come to pay, it was like, oh, you got a credit here, credit here, this is for free for a year. And I was like, what, what? And I was like, oh, that's, I was like, no, no, that's money you have, that's still money that you have in your bank account. Like you should celebrate that. And I was just like, okay. I'm surrendering <laughs> and allowing higher power to source money back to me. So, yes. It's about, it's about, it's
1: allowing, it's allowing our creator's love to flow in every way that yeah. can. God's love can flow through money. It can flow through relationships. It can flow through the wind, through the water. It can flow different ways. And the word that I've been being grounded in recently the supported. I am supported. Hmm. Rooted in that. I am supported financially, I am supported spiritually because so many people feel so unsupported.
0: Yeah.
1: The woman I talked to yesterday was talking about how she was like, I honestly don't feel supported because I'm in a single mother household and my child doesn't have that bodily support. And I held space for her and I questioned. I was like, I understand that and people are trying to recreate that. And I'm like, I love you with all my heart, but I feel you're coming from a place of scarcity in terms of that, because you're so focused on the fact mm-hmm. that you're a father figure in his life. You're forgetting that he has such a gorgeous, wonderful mother like you. Yeah. amazing mother. And she's like, I am? I'm like, yes, you are. And she was like, you know, he has three uncles. He has uncles. He has relatives. He is the most popular kid in the family. So it doesn't come in the way we think it is, but that child is so supported. But what mothers do is that if a mother has a belief that her child is, I should say, unsupported because there's not a father figure, then they, they the child gets that belief from the mother. Mm-hmm. There's a father there. So of course the child can ask about the father but the, the simple answer could be something along the lines of you know what our physically your your physical father is not present with us at the time yeah. sometimes you get to stay with your heavenly father yeah you know him and, and you have father figures as ugly because God always provides us with at least a couple of people that take care of that supportive role. and, and we, do God, we have to know who they are and not try to make them into one person so I myself I am not you know I'm, I'm not a I don't have any kids. I'm not a father yet. But at the same time, I feel it's really important to know that support comes in more ways than we know
0: Yeah. And only it takes one person to shift their mind, like shifting the context and let them see a whole new paradigm can really change a person's trajectory. Like, that's why it's so important. Like, Like, having a coach can really help you shift that one little thing and your joy happiness is completely just up level, you know. Exactly.
1: That's what it is. That one little thing, that one little thing that really, really change everything. Yeah. You ended that phone call, she was in tears. She was okay. in tears. realized how much of that support was already there for her. And she was like, Thank you, Michael, thank you for being you and then the call. And so I feel like it's really important to know that we are supported and loved in more ways. sometimes we can even see we just have to open our eyes
0: yeah yeah Oz yeah that's so thank you for saying all that and says so this other one says who can you love over a phone call make a daily call to people you haven't heard from yes (laughs) not text call or video Call. <laughs> so why is that? Why is that important more than ever right now? You think? Because right now, the
1: things that we were avoiding for so long, now we we, we can avoid it. We're, we're stuck at home. Now we have time. Yeah. am Busy. Nah. You ain't.
0: Nah. You ain't busy
1: now. <laughs> you you, you, you know, Covid makes you have time now. <laughs> <laughs> right the brakes on and so I feel like it's very very important that people understand that there's some pain places on their heart there's pain places on their heart that they don't know is a pain place until they do something to bring it up and heal it like having those conversations with the people that they cut off yeah when we cut when we um
0: cut off people we're really just leaving something unfinished <laughs> Yes. Thank you for saying that. And it's. And I'm glad you brought this up because, you know, yesterday a friend of mine lost his best friend to the coronavirus. And, you know, and I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, like, like I started to shift the way I was creating content and posts, or at least create, I mean, like, I want to, I want to focus on a little bit more on lost and hope and, you know, and I was in the shower, I said, okay, like, loss, cause you know, there are, and I experienced this too, like, you know, there are people, well first, there are people who are sick and dying. <laughs> and it's not a joke. And, and within, on both sides, there's a lot of people who will die taking regret to the grave. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who know that their friend or if loved one is dying, and will allow them to die without forgiving them, without saying I love you, without you know releasing that that regret, that resentment, and that when that person normally when that person passed away, now I or you have to live with I should have said this, I should have would have could have, I should have said this, I should have did more of this, I should have said more, I should have faced that more, I should have like. You know, visited more. I should I live in this whole life of I should have, what I coulda, and right now we need to, we don't we, we can't afford to like live in that space of I should have called or I should have forgave because that thing that happened in the past is no longer relevant anymore
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not relevant anymore. It's not living anymore.
0: It's the past. Yeah, it's the past. And stop living in the past. And I was again saying that this is my best friend. It's like, you are living in the past of something that happened in a relationship, and that's all you can see. You're like living right there. It's like a filter that is coloring your view, and that's how you can't see her anyway, any, anyway, anyway else. You can't see the person anywhere else. You just and it's with you, like what you said in the very beginning, the calm you have a filter of yourself. That is coloring you and your actions right now, yeah. And it's stopping you from picking up the phone.
1: Yes, <laughs> it really is. Is that that right there? That identity, that 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 ego, that that have to be right, that pride. Mm-hmm. Wow, worth it, man.
0: Yeah, it's
1: not as I. There was a day where I got tired of being right. I got tired Oof. of. Man, I got tired of always having to be the, the right one, the the one that got his way, the one that always had to dominate, the one. It's just, it just I got so tired of. It's it.
0: exhausting. <laughs> I wasn't living anymore?
1: I wasn't living, and I was.
0: Yeah. You wasn't loving anymore, like. It
1: wasn't loving. I wasn't living. I was. I, I felt so out of community. I felt so excluded. I felt so isolated. I just got tired. Tired of being right. And once I finally just surrendered, I started realizing that there's just been so much love around me that I wasn't even aware of. And that life is just so much better when I focus more on community than dominance.
0: That's
1: mm. wow. So much more community than dominance. And so if there's phone calls with people that we're unwilling to have. And we know we should have them because there's something about it. And we're focusing on being dominant, being right. But, yeah. new, okay, I know this thing happened in the past, but like, how can we squash this? How can we move forward? And you will understand that the people, they wanna move forward too. They wanna to Yeah. Sure, you know? So it's like, stop always being right.
0: And yeah. I feel like I need to do a podcast on mm-hmm. how to even have those conversations. Cause I think that people don't know how to approach and have those conversations without being in fear or anxiety or reacting or overreacting or fighting you know because some people are no matter how they try. because I know a couple of people they even though they try to have the conversation they end up or even couples or even friends end up in the same place over and over and over and over again so it'd be really great I think Maybe we should think about doing that in the next podcast of like how to have that conversation, how to structure it, how to plan it out, you know, um, how to have that back and forth and how to put it aside and how to start over again. What can you create now that's going to move us forward and agree this is over and we're moving forward and this is who we're committed to being right now for our relationship. That is that is so that is so true that
1: is so true. Even, even that commitment for the future versus the arrogance of the now.
0: <laughs> right.
1: That's a uh, that's a that's a really really big thing, and um, I feel like yeah we get that the, the structure of that conversation how to go through that should go because that have fear um, in regards to having that. So that's, that's what, what I like to call a conversation that needs to be
0: had. <laughs> I know. Trust me, I had those things. And like, even I was scared, I still picked up that phone and had that conversation. And, but in the moment, it's like Will Smith, if you haven't watched it, the um, I don't know if you watched it, Will, when Will Smith talks about jumping out of the plane, that fear that, that hits you the minute you put your feet at the edge of the door. And it's like adrenaline, blood and sweat. Is rushing, and that happens when you have have to have that conversation. But the moment you jump, like it literally goes away. It literally, well, at least for me, it literally went away, and had one of the best releasing conversations with a friend that learning how to put the past behind us. That's it. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, man. So we're coming to the end here. Uh, I just really appreciate. God, I just really love talking to you. <laughs> I really do. Uh, so my last question for you is: What are you learning about yourself, love, and life in this present moment? What I'm learning about my self love and life is that
1: my greatest strength is not when I be wrong, but when I grow. When I come from my heart, on as possible, I've realized that in my upbringing, I've had vulnerable moments that have allowed me to get hurt, and I, I learned how to toughen up and and create this persona of this I'm strong. I don't need nobody. My independence was my announcement of strength, but in reality, it was my protection from the heart pain I've experienced before to protect myself and I believe that as a healthy adult I'm now safe to let my heart out and really just Mm. on my contract of just being my authentic self and I feel like that I did build a bit of an ego but now that ego can be used to help protect my heart and it's based on if there's someone out there attacking I don't have to just be no I can say shut up (laughs) <laughs> right. I can. I know how to. I can say no effectively. And there's, you know, when there's adversity, but I don't have to live with that every day. I don't have to assume that everybody's going to attack me someday. I don't have to assume I'm not safe. I can know that because even if my, even if I can't protect myself, our Creator got my back. I mean, my wife got our back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like the greatest to live, love, and life is, is that you can, we can live a loving life. We don't have to protect ourselves. Yeah. We're good. I'm finally safe. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm finally safe. I'm in this environment and, and I don't have to run anymore. Great. And
0: tell people where they can find you online.
1: Um, so they can, they can look at Instagram, that um, Alan J. Big, so A L L E N J B I G. Um, there's also my website, uh, rethinkbig.org. Um, and they can even go on Facebook as well. It's Alan Little. And I actually got this little group on Facebook as well. It's called the Lion Team. Group hmm. um, of us that are, let's just say that we all call ourselves Lions, that we're positive, but it's just that community of, of safe people that to come together and talk about what we're really dealing with. And um, and I also offer like free life coaching tools to that group and everything as well. So it's a lion the lion team or look up a little motivation tribe. They both go to the same thing. A little motivation tribe, lion team. Um, I feel like, but yeah, so Instagram, Alan J Big, website, rethinkbig.org. org, and then Facebook just look up Alan Little, a little motivation, and the group is the Lion Team.
0: I'm gonna yeah. say, I know I'll have that in a show notes so people want to check it out. You know, they can go click on it. And thank you so much. And once again, people just, you know, rate, subscribe, leave a comment and share this podcast is without your comments and sharing and subscribing, you know, there is no us, you know what I mean? So, but once again, you know, man, thank you so much for who you are and what you contribute to the world and the people that you coach. And I just again, like, I just love doing these things with you.
1: Yeah. yeah, likewise, man. Likewise, man. So it's always good vibes
0: every time. Yeah, man. All right. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. And if you really like this podcast, please share it. Twitter, Instagram, on your webpage thank you crazy juicy love